0: C.J.A.D. 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Bessner.
1: Good evening. And where are you right now? Well, I can tell you this is a special show tonight because I am coming to you live from L.A. So maybe if you're at home, settle in maybe even call a friend, why don't you tell them to tune in tonight and even call in 790-0800 or star 825, 8255 that is, because even from afar, I can still be here for you and support you. This is Solo in the City. I am your love coach and matchmaker. And tonight's topic, well, it's about fearless loving fearless living it's about being fearless and in a couple of minutes you're going to understand why we're talking about that topic tonight but in the meantime as always I have to go into my inbox because I always love to address somebody who writes into me and tonight this is from Bill he wrote Cheryl I am 60 year old widow my wife passed away and I never thought I would date again um, My heart goes out to you. But recently at a church event, I met this lovely woman. She lost her husband 10 years before. There was an instant attraction between us. We've started to see each other, and I think there is something there. I love this. She is wonderful, funny, and kind, and we both like the same things. Unfortunately... I'm getting some guilt from my children, both in their 40s, who don't approve. They think that I am disrespecting my late wife, but I don't think so. I love my late wife very much, but I also think she would want me to be happy and lead a full life. What do you think? Well, Bill, I happen to think that you're right. I think that our spouses, especially when we leave or when we live full loving relationships, that the other person does want us to go on and live and love again and take everything that you've learned from that relationship and bring it into the next and make it better flourish it i mean you know this is our stages of life that we really can focus on love and ourselves and our family and when i say that about the family i actually am referring to your children they might need a little bit more time and you didn't mention in this letter how long ago your wife passed away but especially if this is the first time you are heading into a relationship they might need time to adjust to that so when it comes to our kids whether it's um, through loss or through divorce i think we have to allow them you know that time to get used to that concept of us being out there and even by by the way being a sexual being and and being somebody who might be reentering that part of their life that they don't think about when their parents are both together they don't think about our, our sexual being and our intimacy which they have to deal with now so give them a little time but i think that in time they will come to respect Or you will have to respect the fact that you need that in your life. So take your time enjoy and uh, yeah love just love life okay Uh, go fearless into that Um, now as far as the dating news and this actually comes from um, me being touched by the fact that we lost a very wonderful um, actress this week in Mary Tarla Moore and it brought me back to thinking about her shows and and one of them was the Dick Van Dyke show and how much influence you know it was a show and it made us laugh but it also taught us and changed a lot of the way in which i think people looked at relationships it was one of the first shows that women really became full out you know partners and equals with their husbands and challenged. and i I thought it was great and so i really want to take my hat off to her but i also want to make another comment on this that has to do with life today um So, as far as giving adieu to her, I also want to pay homage to the fact that they lived in separate beds. And this is something that I've always thought of quite funny, and just think of it this way. Um, Two people, or, or a person is born, and you stay in your own crib. And then after you're in that crib for a while, you grow up, your parents are sharing a bed, um, you continue on, you might go into a queen size bed, then you move out on your own, you get a king size bed, then you fall in love. And then you're back into now or you're now sharing a bed with somebody and your children get to have a single bed while you sometimes might be staying up and you know, to somebody who's snoring or tossing and everything. So you kind of lose that at times, not everybody, um, but those peaceful, sleepless nights that I had to think that Mary Tyler Moore had with Dick Van Dyke in that show. And I, so I did a little study on it. And one of the things that I found that um, a study was done um, by Bustle, and they were saying, number one, people do sleep better And have better uh, attitudes so they're happier together number two it won't strain your relationship but a bad night's sleep will three they said it won't lessen your quality time together but you can still be affectionate and choose to be close and um, make it up during the day and so I'm kind of thinking you know there's something to be said about getting into bed together cuddling being intimate cuddling some more and then last man standing goes to the other bed or the other bedroom. (laughs) And then guess what? You can crawl back in in the morning and kiss each other good morning and then get on with your day again. So there's something to be said from that experience. So goodbye, Mary Tyler Moore. You're listening right now to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. We are talking tonight about fearless dating and the reason that this is so special is because I am here in LA and remember you can call 790-0800 or you can text us any of your questions or your comments about tonight's show 8255 and I'm being joined right now by the fearless living institute creator Rhonda Britton she is an Emmy winner she has written four not one not two but four um, number one best selling books, and she's also right now, this weekend. Hosting uh, a workshop that I am attending called Fearless Conversations, which is so important to relationships.
0: (laughs) Welcome, Rhonda. Thank you, Cheryl. Yes, fearless dating, fearless love, fearless conversations. I know, but it all starts
2: from fearless living. Yes, it does.
0: Fearless living is at the heart of it because if you aren't committed to living fearlessly, you're never going to have that fearless conversation or you're never going to give yourself over to fearless loving, right? So, you know, we can't join another unless we're already practicing being fearless ourselves. Yes? Oh, I agree. Look,
1: I, I can tell you that I think, well, first of all, I want to tell everybody out there that when I found myself in the position of getting divorced, it was actually one of Rhonda's books, uh, Fearless Living, that helped me really come to terms with facing my fears and doing what I knew I had to do, for myself. So I want to publicly thank you because you you were the first coach and, and the first mindset person that really helped me become fearless. And it doesn't mean, and we were talking about this today, actually, it doesn't mean that we are completely fearless. We do
0: have fears, but we know how
1: to move through
0: those That's right, that's right, because we have this thing called the amygdala, we have this thing called the hippocampus, we have this thing called our neurobiology, so to speak, and we are handed physically in our neurobiology this thing called fear. And so you're never going to be, quote-unquote, fearless, right? right? Instead, it's about being fearless in the face of fear, right? Knowing how to work it, knowing what it is like, because most people don't understand how they process fear, they don't understand what fear is, and so So once you understand how you process fear, then you can actually make different choices. Most people are um, blind to that yes they
1: are coming up we're going to keep talking about fearless loving and we're going to continue with Rhonda Britton have you ever felt fearless call 790-0800 and let us hear you roar and speaking of roar we're going to be joined after the break by Stephen roar who will be joining Cupid's Table right here in my hotel room in LA taking your calls don't forget you can call us again 790-0800 follow me on Facebook like our page and listen to Solo in the City on CG CJAD
0: 800 This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800
1: You are listening to Solo in the City here on CJAD 800. Cheryl, your dating coach and your matchmaker and we are talking about fearless living and fearless loving. We're going to get right into the loving part with Rhonda Britton. She is the founder of the Fearless Living Institute, an inspirational speaker and life-changing speaker actually. She's also a best-selling author of four books. Welcome. Thank again. you, Miss
0: Cheryl. I love nothing more than talking about fearless loving.
1: I'm sure you Oh, it's so good. <laughs> we love being fearless. Well, what's
0: more scary than falling in love? What's more scary than giving your heart to another human being? What's so scary about being vulnerable and open and raw and saying, yes, love me, love me, love me, right? The, so there, and You're right. There is... Some, fear involved in that because it shows our vulnerability well we have to be willing to be rejected we we have to be willing to be rejected we have to be willing to say yes and no and put boundaries up and what if they don't like me and oh gosh you know is that love stuff just you know we we got to be willing to open our hearts and say you know what see all of me and that's very scary for a lot of people
1: oh i know it is and i want to also welcome right now to cupid's table which is happening in my hotel room in la but remember i'm here for you right now if if you want, you can reach us at star8255 or call into the studio 7900800. Joining us is Steve Roar, And you, he's cute. He is he's super cute. So cute. Super cute. He is a communication expert. He also co-wrote Sacred Spirit speechless oh or, sorry scared, scared speechless with fearless living right I know, scared, scared speechless. speechless and also he is the communication expert and the publicist for the Oscar so you're very busy steve so thank you for coming out and coming down to of join course. us of course and
3: when I, I found out that i would be in a hotel room with four other people <laughs> and i thought well gee, i can there's no, the downside. no downside no yeah. downside
0: so There's that. Okay, we have
1: have to explain the fact that there are four women in this room tonight. Two of them are on air, and one is coming up later. She is actually going to be our quickie for the evening. Our quickie on air, not your quickie, Steve.
0: But I, let's, I'm good just sitting uh, here. <laughs> right, I don't but need I'm, to talk. I, I don't
1: need to do anything. I'm okay. I'm going to save who it is because she's a special guest actually coming on afterwards. In the meantime, let's talk about fearless loving because you're right. A lot of people, especially if you're coming out of a relationship, mm-hmm. a divorce or a breakup after a long time, it can be really scary to want to put yourself out there again. And a lot of people that I meet, their first response is, you know what? I'm really good alone. I don't, need somebody. I,
0: well, you know, I, I think that is a normal fear response, right? That's right. Because you just got done with a divorce or a breakup or a death or a passing, right? So you just had some rejection or maybe you stood for yourself for the first time and standing for yourself for the first time and and saying, you know, goodbye to somebody who hasn't been treating you well. It can be really, really scary to allow somebody else in because you don't trust yourself. How do you say yes and no to the next relationship? So in order to go to the next relationship, I would say how you leave one relationship is how you enter the next one. So you want to make sure that you clean up your last one. Again, whether it's your decision to break it off, whether it's the other person's, whether there was a passing, you want to make sure that you're clean. So where is your forgiveness? Where is your letting go? Where is your release? So that you can have a pure heart, pure spirit, pure intention for that next relationship.
1: And the other thing is a lot of people though say, you know, I'm so damaged from that Mm. and um, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do it again. I know, I know. know. But, But here's the thing is, Instead of that, why not also learn from that breakup and and take that knowledge we're, into we're, we're the next one? We're very close
3: to it. And, and, Rhonda, you said some great things about being fearless because we are programmed to panic, you know, and fear is really one size fits all. That's right. You know, so it hasn't... Uh, it's a really lovely amygdala. 300, exactly. <laughs> 300 million years, the same idea. You walk through a, a dark hallway or you, you walk into a dark relationship, mm-hmm. you're going to still get the unknown. That same kind of fear, right? Right. So... So that that was very important. But going back to the the person who wrote that letter, he was looking to find. We're talking about the letter
1: that was in the first segment. And by the way, if you missed it, remember we are on SoundCloud, and you can do it. But it was from a gentleman who lost his wife, and he's right, and his kids are having a problem on. with
3: right. him now. You know, talking to other ladies, loving, but that's also a rejection fear too, right? So he's being he's a fear so, uh, fear okay, of rejection of from the family. Yeah, so, exactly. Yes. A double dip there.
0: Well, you know, I'm just going to bring up my uncle because my uncle Dave was married to my Aunt Helen for 50 years. He's 75 years old. My Aunt Helen passed away. This was um, now 12 years ago in June. And in July, he went to his 50th high school reunion. And met a lovely lady he went to high school with and married my Aunt Gladys six months later because in my family, you know, they're 75, no nookie nookie until they're engaged and getting married. And they are now happily, I've never known two people madly in love from the age of 75 to 87. They're crazy nuts about I each love other. That so go, story. Bob, go. Yeah, go I Go, Bob, go. You are listening to Solo in the City on CJD.
1: Call 7900800 do you think you live fearlessly or do you have a story to demonstrate it if you do call us steve and rhonda are here right now for you and we want to hear your stories i i love stories like that and i'm finding out actually so many stories about people who actually were in relationships and here's here's an interesting part of this of, of meeting somebody again later um A lot of people I've met right now and, and interviewed recently who are in their seventies were with somebody in their twenties. That's right. And, or, or late teens. And they didn't stay with that person because of family. Parents saying, you know, it's not the right person Mm -hmm. for you. And then what happened is they've been married. They've been in love with their husbands or wives, lost that person and ended up reconnecting with that love Love way before that everybody told them wasn't for them and they're
0: back together. I know of three couples like that in the last three months. Isn't that amazing? I just think it's the most amazing thing because my uncle, again, he just lost his wife of 50 years. Right, Um, Falling in love again with my Aunt Gladys was not uh, a a negative reflection on my Aunt Helen. Um, That was actually a a positive reflection, a happily married man or woman with their passing of their spouse actually is more likely to get remarried. They're better spouses. They want to be remarried. They're good in marriage. So um, that normally happens when you're in a quote-unquote bad relationship where you judge it as bad. Those are the ones that are like, I don't want to do it again. Forget that. I'm, I'm out of here. And, and you're judging all relationships based on the past. Now you need to build your skills. You need to beat your tools. You need to understand how fear works so that you can actually learn how to open your heart and be fearless. Now don't you think that's also a lesson for the children um, any
1: children if you're a child of divorce or you've lost a parent and you're watching your children your, your parents start to reconnect there's a lesson there and this is something very important I, I, I really want you to hold on to if you're listening I want you to hold on to this if you see your parent starting to date and fall in love it's a clear reflection and it's happening fast this is a clear reflection on how good the the marriage was for your parents, right? Because they are searching to replace that. In most cases, that is.
3: And two things. One, I can remember the day, the moment when I realized that my mom was actually a person. (laughs) Yeah, right. What? And dreams and hopes and aspirations. And it was shocking to me. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely shocking. So when we look at our parents, you know, as we move through our our, our years, we we go into adulthood. and, And if we haven't had that revelation that they're actually a human being that... Is not really want to sit in a dark room at home alone watching you know whatever they're watching on television but really be out there living well that's that, that's something to really consider that yeah, we admire lives yeah yeah you know?
1: admire and respect that's what i think guys so we have a text that came in um it's from Michelle how do i tell the difference between fear and caution when it mm. comes to
0: dating. I'm going to let you go for that one, Rhonda. Yeah. Well, first of all, you uh, let's just put it this way. You have plenty of time to dive in. So if you're one of those people that fall in love at first sight, that's awesome and wonderful. It's a great high, but you actually don't know another human being until about a year of knowing them. So you want to let that breathe like a good bottle of wine. You want to let it breathe. So usually what happens in the first three months your job is just to find out if you connect if you have a if you have the same goals you have the same values at the three-month mark usually is when we discover their first big snag you know like <laughs> oh they do that to be oh there's going to be, snags, oh, right? going to be snags everybody bites right everybody bites and you're going to find out their things that something about them that you don't like at that three-month mark and you're gonna be like oh god and then you have to ask yourself is that something i can live with is that something that i that's good that's okay right and then you'll find another one out by six months and and nine months so it's Everybody has flaws, and your job is to decide whether their flaws are something that work for you. The other thing is, though, fear is come.
1: Fear is from within yourself. Caution could be caused from something outside giving you a red flag, right? So caution is a caution sign flashing at you, and fear is something that comes up from you and from your past, and yeah. from where you're going.
3: But one thing, if you're if you're 60 or you're 70 or you're 80, you don't have. As much time as you. That's right. right? So that's right. That's right. That's right. So these kids, you know, are looking at their parents. But hey, look, they don't, they don't have the luxury of time right now, and so they have to really uh, nurture the relationship and uh, put it on the fast track. I think. Like well, I, I said,
0: I, my uncle Dave married in six months. I, I do <laughs> I do think that that these are all
1: beautiful things for us to, to be aware of when it comes to our parents and, and being in our, you know, in our seventies. But I think Michelle, um, when it comes to your particular case and you're asking about it within just the dating world, remember the difference is fear versus caution is fear is going to come from you. And caution is sometimes you have to listen to what's going on around you and see the person. That you're looking at, and and see if there's something going on there that you should be afraid of from the other person.
3: Well, the fear is for a reason; it saves our
1: lives. Well,
0: it's there to protect
1: us. Exactly. I was just about to say that fear. You know, I, I call it the F word. Right. <laughs> let's right. let's call it the F word, and it's not the word I can't say on radio. It's fear, yes. and and I love to change that F word into things like focus and faith, faith and, and fun, and
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: and, and even flirty. Because you know you can That's flirt right. with things in life. You but know, try
3: different things. Michelle, I think you know if it walks like a duck, if it talks like a duck, if it smells like a duck, it's a duck. Yeah.
0: Don't try to put it in a, a round, you know, peg into a square hole. Right. And don't feel the blanks for the person oh yeah do, we're so good at making yeah, them we, perfect called the halo effect yes <laughs> no halo effect actually see who's in front of you because that's the person you'll be sleeping next to that's for the right. next 50 years. and hopefully in a separate bed right
1: according to some statistics and but I, you know what I, there's something to be said for that because i can tell you as a person who's been in a relationship where somebody snored it, it was a hard life, you know, over the years when you're losing sleep, whether it's a, you know, crying child or a snoring person or a tossing person. Bathrooms can save a marriage. Separate bathrooms.
0: Oh, definitely. And (laughs) And cleaning lady. Cleaning lady. Save save a lot of relationships. (laughs) Cleaning lady or man. Coming up
1: on Solo in the City, have you ever asked your partner a question like, does this dress make me look fat? Does asking that make any sense or is it just being insecure or are you looking for praise? I want to hear from you, 790-0800, as we continue sharing thoughts on relating, dating, and mating, right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800.
0: Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
2: Isn't the best place to
1: No, it's not always the best place to find a lover, but sometimes it works. Tonight, we are talking right now about fearless loving with Rhonda Britton. She is the founder of Fearless Living Institute. Uh, We're continuing on here, Rhonda, as well as with Steve Rohr. He is a communication expert and the publicist for the Oscars coming up. How cool is that? I know. I'm just thinking, are we going to get
0: tickets? (laughs) I mean, I'm sitting next to him. I'm being nice I fixed his mic I know does this mean something special (laughs) do you want a date sure for the Oscars how about a seat filler I'll take that I've been to the Emmys I have an Emmy does that get me closer to the Oscars I've won
1: an Emmy which is
3: amazing yeah thank you thank you okay
1: so so you know what I I mean look we are talking right now about fearless loving and uh, one of the books that you wrote is called do I look fat in this right and that's a question that you got to be Pretty fearless to ask your mate, but you also have to be pretty yeah. fearless to, to, to answer the, to that room. question. <laughs> no, y- like, yes yeah, so Steve. What kind of question <laughs> is, is that a for? <laughs> it should be banned
3: from the universe for the rest of time. Okay, because what it's is that? Okay, if I'm, exactly, it is, it is, ladies. There is, there is really no win.
1: Ladies, it is a test that and, and, is not fair to do to somebody we love. <laughs> right
3: now, you girls do this all the time.
1: Well, you we don't mean guys. to. Look, oh,
3: okay. well, we, we just all need right. your opinion. Okay. You know what sure. we want to,
0: this is what we want to hear, Steve. This is it, this is it, this is it. Honey, do I look fat in this? Oh, baby, baby, you look so good right now. And I don't even do. want to Wait yeah, minute. That's, all we, to I, That's I, all we want I, to I'm hear. That's all we want to hear.
1: I'm going to give, I'm going to give every man out there the perfect answer. No, I'm going to give you the antidote for this okay (laughs) write this down okay write it down get out your pen (laughs) write out steve has his pen i hope you do too guys this is the antidote you walk into the room the woman is dressed for the evening or walks down the stairs or she opens the front door and all you do is say wow you look beautiful Boom.
3: It's a preemptive strike. You preempted. pre-empted. You preempted. Oh my gosh, genius. Okay, was that
1: Okay, thank you. That's wonderful. I
3: That's right, why right, I'm a love right, coach. Oh, oh, I, I help I'll tell you what else I help you spread do. the love. You pick out you'll pick out a friend of you'll pick out a girlfriend who's attractive and you know your guy probably that's, you know, his type too. And so you'll say, "Well, isn't Tina cute? Isn't she really pretty?" And then they wait for you to answer. And they know that Tina is cute and she's pretty. And so what is the answer? Well, here's the answer. The answer is, of course she is. But then you find the fatal flaw. Of course <laughs> she is. But you can have a picnic on her chin. Of course she <gasps> oh, is. That's exactly the reaction. The girl will get really incensed. But inside she'll be thinking, that's right. But well, I'm not sure. No, I would no, be. No, but no,
1: no. But no, that no, okay. is not how I would feel. Right no. now, Okay, hold yeah, on. No, no, I, I want to be an true. equal opportunist here yeah. because okay. I will tell you that um, you know recently I was getting uh, dressed in a in a hotel with my boyfriend in your hut. Oh, I'm thinking this about uh, the other person. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Cheryl. I'm just, okay. I'm just mentioning how hot okay. you are, Well, Cheryl. thank you. Because no, I'm sitting next to you it's and I'm feeling you. the heat I, from oh, here. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, holy crap, okay. Cheryl. That's that's... Hot. <laughs> it's the heat in this hotel hot, Remember, <laughs> you're listening to Solo in the City. <laughs> I am live in L.A. because I'm attending a retreat with Rhonda Britton, um, the Fearless Living uh Conversation Workshop. And um every week... I really want and hope that you're going to share your viewpoints with us. So remember, you can call us tonight, 790 0800 or star 8255 at Solo in the City on CJAD 800. But here's what I was getting at, okay? Equal opportunity. I'm getting dressed. So's my boyfriend. We're going out for the night. He's standing in front of the mirror fixing his tie. And I said, Cherie, you look so handsome in that suit. You know what? You grow two inches. You know, whether, whether you're a confident person oh, yeah. or not, you know, there's something about those peacock feathers just go up when that. you yes. get that. Because so
3: you, you want to look nice for your lady. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and
1: you do. And you know what? I think that it's, it's very important as much as it is for a, a man to give a compliment to the woman. It should be the same in reverse, and we rem- we should remember that as women it. that I have to we want some to. make phone
3: calls because somebody <laughs> owes me a compliment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you look very handsome tonight. Oh, you're, you're stud. Wearing, he's wearing a stud. royal blue t-shirt, and it really just gives him all kinds of beautiful light. Yeah, he sure so, does. But let's seriously, because you know you wrote this book, and and I think that it's something women do struggle with about their identity within themselves. Mm-hmm. And isn't it true, Rhonda? Steve, you can weigh in on this also, but isn't it true that women really dress and try and look good for other women like aren't we more
0: judgmental mm-hmm. on ourselves because of the other woman and not uh, the man uh, absolutely so over 92 percent of women have body image issues and the thing is that men's percentages are going up so men are joining us in this fight men's skincare um, uh, 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 men's health products are actually increasing as well so sadly uh men are ke- are jumping into this do I look fat in this they're now starting to worry about their body image because of everything out there in the in the magazine world and the modeling world world and everything so we're competing with an illusion we're competing with our best self I'm you know when I get into it I'm competing with my 25 year old self right I'm like man I was a size two when I was 25 I was so hot okay wait a minute that body's still in here I can get back to it I can get back (laughs) to it so we're either comparing our fantasy in the future our past best self or with some stranger and or with our best friend or our sister or our cousin and we're constantly evaluating so women evaluate themselves like how are you feeling today well I'm 20 pounds up we are right. talking
1: about fearless loving, and that includes loving ourselves on solo right. in the City on CJAD 800. Steve, you wanted to make a comment on well, this I think body image. Here's
3: imaging. my theory. My theory is the only <laughs> – Yes. Now I'm getting ready here. Yes, Steve. Okay. The, the only women who really are, are attracted to attracted – to, see, I'm nervous about this now. No, no, so just say I'm attracted to really skinny girls or other skinny girls. Men, well – you ask a man, they want some curves. So it just astounds us when you know, the, these models are walking around and, and the females are looking at them like they want to be like that. You well, women's,
0: women's research has shown that a man, based on what you just said, is that men just want a woman feeling comfortable in their body they and getting
3: want- in bed and just being
0: like,
1: hey, Thank baby. You. Hey, baby. We're just happy
3: you're talking to us. <laughs> well, you know, this
1: That's a is- secret. <laughs> okay, but here's one of the lines that is in your book. You you say, get over your body and on with your life. Mm-hmm. and And- and I think that's something I, I know that when I when I work with a lot of the women that I coach, they're always like, well, a man wants this. And I went, who, who said that? Who Mm-mm. told you that? Mm-mm. Steve, men, do they really care about the perfection of a woman's <laughs> body?
3: Look, we're different. We don't have the same parts. So we're just excited that you're there. <laughs> we don't really know how everything comes together. We're just happy you're standing there or sitting where we're just happy so and and if you were worried about these flaws believe me this guy is not has no clue about any kind of flaw that you're thinking about he's just looking at you and uh Again, very grateful that you even gave him a time of day. That's the (laughs) truth of it.
1: We we have another text here. It's um, from Todd. I always thought that I was fearless when it came to dating because I was open to try anything. But now I think that was a mistake. Too many bad men. What do you think? What do you think about that?
3: Yeah, there are bad men. (laughs) But not, not... But I'm not saying that they're bad. They're just not great for you.
0: Well, the other
1: thing is uh, often it can also be that you are following your own patterns
0: and you're not even looking about what it is that you're attracting into your life, right? You actually have to stop and ask yourself what really turns you on what really suits you who are you anymore because what you want at 25 is different than 35 different than 55 different than 70 so what i had i'll just speak a little moment of truth i had this guy i dated with for many years and i i when i broke up with him finally i said you know what come back when um, i'm 60 because i don't think i'll care as much (laughs) (laughs) and doesn't mean i don't love him like crazy but he has these particular habits that drove me cuckoo crazy but i think when i'm older i'll be like yeah i don't care about those anymore (laughs) (laughs) And another text from Anna Maria. She says,
1: does fearless dating mean that you forget the bad emotions from past experience, but use those lessons learned from those experience to use to choose when you start dating again? I, I think actually you don't forget. You do not forget. You do not forget. You, you learn. learn. You from learn.
0: You, you suck the juice out of them yeah. and you go, okay, how can I improve? What do I need to practice? Do I need to practice better boundaries? Do I need to practice speaking up? Do I know what my needs are? Can I ask for things that I need from a man So or a woman? So, you know, what do you, what skills do you need in order to fully be present in that relationship? I, I think these are all great advice.
1: And Steve, you now, wanted to say something?
3: I, I think that's absolutely right. But. Also, not to punish the, no, prospective, the future, no you know, punishing romantic partner, and make them pay for some kind of sins that uh, you know they don't they don't deserve.
0: And, and that's why I talked about forgiveness earlier. It's like the, how you end one relationship is how you begin the next. So you have to make sure you're clean and clear. You have to let go of that past, forgive yourself, forgive your past relationships, so you can move on to the new one, clean, clear, and ready.
1: Great advice from both of you. I want to thank both of you, Steve Rohr and Rhonda Britton, for being on the show tonight and, you know, sharing everything. Now, I know, Steve, people can follow you... Uh, real, on, on Twitter, on Re- Re- Real Steve, Steve Roar. Roar. That's
3: R-O-H, like hotel, R.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, check out his
0: book, Scared Speechless. And Rhonda, you have something you want to
3: offer, Solo in of the City
0: listeners. So jump on over to fearlessliving.org, fearlessliving.org, and forward slash at risk, R-I-S-K. So fearlessliving.org, forward slash risk. So if you've been afraid of dating, if you've been afraid of take, making changes in your life, I'm going to give you a course of mine uh, f- as your gift. For just listening to help you get a little more fearless. So fearlessliving.org forward slash risk, R-I-S-K. Coming up
1: in a few minutes, we're going to have the KISS calendar and also a special quickie with my guest tonight, Betsy Rosenfeld Vargas. You're going to hear all about her and her love life and how she became fearless, changing her life and meeting the man of her dreams. We're going to do all that. And I have a couple things to share with you as well, special things that are coming up. For Solo in the City. Remember, you can hear tonight's show if you missed any part of it on SoundCloud. Follow me on Twitter because I am going to give you there all the time insights into the pulse of your city. You're listening right here to Solo in the City on CJAD 800.
0: You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Bessner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
1: Hi, this is Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker. We are talking tonight about fearless loving. I am coming to you live from L.A. And this show, as always, is about relating, dating, and mating and one of the ways that you get to relate is to go out there and meet new people so that's what the kiss calendar is all about so we're going to get to that right now so starting off on monday january 30th from 7 15 to 8 15 p.m at the montreal art of living center the montreal single social events is hosting dance flow dance yoga you can experience a flow and yoga posture and dance class all in one this class is really there to combine all these movements in a way that will kind of energize your body clear your mind and inspire your soul and connect to the people around you if you want more information on this class check out art de vivre that's art de backslash court de yoga check it out you can also find it on solo in the city if you have troubles with that one february 2nd 3rd and 4th the igloo fest is back it's in the old port it's a fun way to get out there there's music there's dancing right under the stars what can be more romantic than that it's filled with a lot of local and international djs check it out at igloofest.ca then Last week it was the car show, now we have the boat show, and that's taking place at Place Bonaventure. You can go to Salon du Bateau to check it out, that's salondubateau.ca. It's a fun weekend, lots to see, lots to talk about, and lots to dream about. And don't forget, next Friday, February 3rd, it's the lunchtime quickie, you got it, it's where we meet in-studio. At the CJD building on the corner of Papineau and René Levesque, I host my show over lunch. So you get to come on down, have lunch. It's sponsored by Café Depot Le Village. And also, Luc Belair is going to be pouring us some bubbly and you get to be part of the conversation. We do that the first Friday of every month. If you can't get on this month's guest list, check it out. Next month we're going to have another exciting show. This week I'm going to be joined by The Love Doctor and we're talking about successful dating. We're going to make it a positive experience in the new year. Now it's time to get to our kiss calendar right here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. Sorry, I'm getting to my quickie, actually. <laughs> I've already done the kiss. I guess I just want to think about kissing. I'm in LA and I'm just loving the city. So it's all about the kiss. So I'm being joined now by Betsy Rosenfeld Vargas. She is actually a participant in in the Fearless Conversations weekend that uh, is happening right here that I'm attending. She's a Hollywood producer turned life coach. Her site is withbetsy.com. And she also wrote a book, get this, The Complete Singles Guide to Being a Dog Owner. Welcome to the show, Betsy. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. and, And you know what I love about this is it seems like you've been
2: fearless in every aspect of your life. Well, thank you for the compliment, but I also have to give hats off to Rhonda Britton, who's really helped me be more fearless. Um, because no matter how fearless you are, or you that's your comfort zone. And so moving outside of it, and a lot of times my clients come to me because that's dating, um, you know, pushing yourself, ex- expanding that.
1: And expanding can be can be scary at times, but it's, it's pushing through it, mm-hmm. right? The only way around is through. That's it. Well, you—that's it. You have to go through it. If you go around it, you can get a little lost along the way, right? In small steps, you in, know, the three-foot toss. So you were part of this whole LA world, and born and raised, born maybe. and raised. So mm-hmm. it, was that a you know crazy time in your life?
2: Did you? I like, get out there and I, be part of the scene. I was. I. Absolutely started. Sorry, mom and dad, going to clubs at about 14 and seeing, you know, celebrities and growing up with them and dating a few of them. Uh-huh. And I was, you know, very connected here, but I actually found the love of my life, my soulmate on match.com. <gasps> Ta-na-na-na. <Ta-na-na-na-na. laughs> so for everyone who comes and is like, this doesn't work, it does work. It, it's the investment, I think, in and the hope that you you bring to it, the openness, the energy that you bring to it.
1: Well, it's one of the reasons actually, you know, Solo in the City has its own uh, dating site. And the reason that I put it out there for people was to have an environment that you could trust and and feel confident in, and that, you know, you would find like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, you know, in 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 the solo in the city world, that as long as we keep bringing people out, showing you where to go in the city, get online, try different things, um join different clubs and meetup groups. Um, I even have two meetup groups. It's all about expansion
2: and exploring and putting it out there, right? But it's also just as much about being honest and true to yourself. I dated a lot. I was a very, I was a busy dater. Um, and Serial <laughs> dater. I, I, no, well, that, but also I was busy. I, cause I love connecting with people. So I would meet many people and I just love finding out about them. But I realized um, somebody said to me, why don't you stop? And I was like, what? And she said, stop and figure out what's important to you. And when you get clear about what's important to you, you don't have to be mean to those people but they just don't enter your 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 sphere you could so i was very specific i was fearless before i knew i was being fearless and i said if you don't like dogs don't talk to me if you think <laughs> dogs don't aren't allowed on furniture don't talk to me and if you are not honest about who you are with yourself or with others thank you but no thank you and i and I, and my husband was the first person i turned in the draft of my book and um, we had a date about 2 weeks later did and he like dogs? He actually, he <laughs> didn't grow up with dogs, and he, but he, he was open to it and now he has his own dog and he loves dogs and he now stops and talks to dogs and he's you know, probably walking the dogs right now. It's funny though. One of the things that I always recommend
1: to my clients, especially when we're writing up their profiles and it gets to a section that says, you know, about pets, I went, okay, We're not going to write what kind of pets you have or if you have any pets. And one of the reasons that I look at it is that pets are something that somebody might say, you know, I don't want to date somebody with pets, but when they fall in love with you, the pet can kind of be, you know, the exception that they're willing to live with. And, and I, and it's kind of like, don't talk about politics
2: on your first date. Don't talk about pets on your first date. But for me, it was an integral part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I rescue dogs, and I wrote this book, and um, it's important to me. So it was it, that would have been, for my case, denying who I was as a person. And I think a lot of and women and men, but I think a lot of women try to mold to be what they think the oh, other I'm, person wants to be. I'm not, I'm not be. validating that at all, Absolutely, by the way. But for me, this is who I was, and mm-hmm. I put it out there, and I was put it out there without the expectation, if you don't like it. Okay, so
1: that was one of one of your definite hundred <laughs> percent no goes. But Yes, so-
2: I agree. My husband wasn't necessarily a dog lover, but he and he, but he learned to love it, and people can love it. But on the flip side, in rescue, we get a tremendous number of people turning animals in because their spouse doesn't. It's interesting because yeah. um,
1: the person that I'm dating, he did not want to date somebody with a dog, and when I, I was I was introduced through a matchmaker, and she said you have pets, and I went, I'm not telling you that. Right. And 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 then we went out and it was only a few dates later that he, you know, came to my door and heard a dog and he said, you have a dog? And I went, yeah. But, you know, at that point, he liked yeah, me and right. he realized, you know, for a lot of people, dogs also represent uh, boundaries that it might put on the relationship. Um, you know, this kind of uh, rings... Um, it's sending me to this text that I just got and it says does being a certain age help you be more fearless in dating I am only 18 and I think it must be easier for older people because they have more experience and um, the reason that this this kind of rings with what we're talking about right now is because I don't think it's about age I think it's about knowing what is important to you and knowing your your boundaries knowing what your values are like you were saying the dog so I think Caleb it's about you knowing what the values are and you can decide that at 18 and it might change when you're 25 absolutely.
2: but right now it's about knowing what's important to you absolutely what's making your heart sing and, and, and following with it and making decisions from that space so Keep it up. I will. Thank you. And and I have a
1: different perspective, too. I love this. Uh, Well, I'm really glad that you came and shared about all your experiences. And and listen, keep being fearless because that's what it's all about. Again, I want to thank everybody, including Betsy, for joining us tonight as well back in montreal era and brunson who are in the tech booth right now probably freezing and i'm nice and warm and also john and matt for making this la live show possible remember solo in this city is for every one of you in every city and i want to think that i'm helping to spread the love one heart at a time but remember Every heart deserves a home, but it all starts with home, sweet home. Next week, live in the studio audience, listen in. It's going to be about successful dating right here on CJD 800 and iHeartRadio. Until then, keep your hearts warm and keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. Good night, everybody.